The views on a breath of fresh air podcast reflects the parties involved, and we encourage you all to use it as a conversational tool that will lead to personal studies of your own. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Welcome to a breath of fresh air podcast. Here with your hosts, Earl Roberts and Nakaz Gay. As a young person, Christianity can be so foggy, like smoke in the mirrors and so unclear. But we're here to bring you a breath of fresh air. Mom, we there yet? Listen, you see, we reached the pyramids. It's like just down the road and around the corner. Bruh, my camel hungry. I tired. I need water. But we ain't even have no food home, Mom. We run out of food on this journey. We about to go in front of the Pharaoh, so just relax. We gonna get this food. Hey, hey, no, no skipping the line. Hey, hey, don't cut the line. Everybody have to wait in line. Wait. This, I know that's not who I think it is. No way. Hold on, wait, wait. You guys over there, where do you come from? Who are you? We come from the land of Canaan to buy food. Hmm. It seems like my brothers don't recognize me. But I recognize them. You are spies! You have come to see where the land is unprotected. No, my lord. Your servants only came here to buy food. We all the sons of one man. We are honest, man. We're not spies. No! You have come to see where the land is unprotected. Your servants are 12 brothers, the sons of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest is with our father right now, and one of us is no more. It is just as I told you. You are spies. I know a spy when I see one. And this is how you will be tested. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless this younger brother that you are talking about comes here. Send one of your number to go get your brother. And the rest of you will be kept in prison so that your words may be tested to see if you are telling the truth. And if not, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. What? I didn't come meet you for this. This man is tripping. Put the rest of them in the dungeon. My lord, no! Let them see what I experienced. The tide has finally changed for that dreamer boy. Joseph went from the pit to Potiphar's house, to prison, to Pharaoh's partner, second in command of all of Egypt. All that Joseph went through prepared him for this moment. Joseph, now ruling Egypt, can finally put his past behind him. Or that's what he thought, at least. Joseph was about to experience a blast from the past. In this week's episode, we are exploring Genesis chapter 42 and what turned out to be an unexpected family reunion. All right, welcome back to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Air. We are continuing the Chronicles of Joseph. Hold on, you want to introduce us again this time? No way. <laughs> <laughs> they got that last week. <laughs> uh, we, are, we are introduced, we are, I got me saying introducing now. We are continuing the Chronicles of Joseph. We are picking up from verse 42. 
as a recap of last episode, Joseph got promoted to the highest position in Egypt right under Pharaoh. He became Pharaoh's deputy, Pharaoh's right hand. And it really shows that when you're humble and faithful towards God, even when in your current circumstance, you can't see what God is preparing you for. Joseph is a perfect example of showing that God has a plan for every one of us. And if we're humble, as it says in uh, Peter, God will exalt us at the right time. And Joseph, we see, he was definitely exalted at the right time. And we're going to get into why that was the right time a little bit in this episode. So picking up from uh, verse uh, chapter 42, when Jacob learned that there was green in Egypt, Jacob being Joseph's father, or was it, what's his name? Was his name now Zep Zep Zafnath Father? And so I and so this so this chapter along with the forty three, which we'll probably talk about next week. What I like the human interaction the Bible really starts bringing out with Joseph mm-hmm. with, with Jacob and his family. So Jacob learned that there was green. He said to his sons, "Why y'all just keep looking at each other?" <laughs> 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 oh my goodness you say why i'll keep looking at each, at each other and he continued i heard there's green in egypt go there and buy some food for us so we may not die so hmm. i can imagine him saying guess what all right y'all clearly singing we try to grow something ain't no rain coming in no ain't no water to water up water our plants we can't grow nothing and y'all just can stand up here and look at each other, like looking at each other, supposed to just feed us. Hey, don't just sit there. Do something. <laughs> Do something, man. <laughs> and he said, you know what? I can take my house into my own Let me tell you, since y'all clearly need some direction of what to do in the circumstance, go mm-hmm. to Egypt. Because I hear they got some food down there and some green that they selling. Go there and get food. And here's mm-hmm. the funny thing about it now. None of them know that Joseph is alive. And even if he was alive, none of them are expecting them to go to Egypt, expecting right. him to be in Egypt. Because in their mind, he dead. Because that's the story. Or might as well that's, be dead. <laughs> that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Because like they know he, he's, he, they, they know, they don't have no evidence of him dying, but it's like, in their mind, they wrote him off for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, And to the father, he's dead. Because remember, they, they had the lie with the court of medical. So, so, so the Jacob, Israel, Joseph is dead. Mm-hmm. And to the brothers, he might as well be dead. Mm-hmm. And now it's just funny that they have to go to Egypt. And now we know who was in charge of Egypt. So now pick it up from verse three. The 10 of Joseph's brothers, the 10, who I say sold them into slavery. Kazi said the nine and Reuben. <laughs> but in my book, it's the 10. Okay. So the 10 brothers went to buy green, but Jacob did not send Benjamin. Joseph's brother, that's Joseph's full brother, with the others, because he was afraid that any harm might come to him. So now, how old do you think Benjamin was at this time? Okay, so Joseph, I don't Joseph, know. Joseph, Joseph at minimum 37 years old, at minimum. How, how? He was, when Pharaoh put him in charge. Oh, of, that's or, true, or, 37. Or he might even be, he may even be 40, 40 40, 44 at this point because the seven years of plenty of plenty didn't happen under seven years of farming. That's 14 years. Well, it might, it, it honestly yeah. could, it could be the first, yeah, the first, could year. Be the first year of farming. I, I didn't even, I didn't even remember that, 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 that seven years of plenty. So, so Joseph is 37. Yes, bro. For the sake of the story, Joseph's 37. 
At, at minimum, we're saying. At minimum, yeah. Oh, I can't remember how old I thought Joseph was when Benjamin was when, when Joseph got sold into slavery. But in my mind, Benjamin at least at minimum, twenty three. Twenty three. In his twenties, and he's still getting beat. That's all I try to put. He, he's a, <laughs> <laughs> my point of this whole thing is, you're gonna hurt your head too much. This yeah, man yeah. is a growing man, and he's getting babied still by his father. Yeah, he's he's in the twenties. He's in the twenties for sure. Because even if he had just born when Joseph was sold into slavery, then he Joseph would have been seventeen years older than him. If and if he's thirty seven, then he's at minimum twenty. But we you know, know, but we know he was already born because even remember when Joseph met Esau, I think Benjamin was already born at that point. I think Benjamin was born right after that. Okay. No, just but this the thing. It's just the, it's just how the Bible put it. Yeah, like, we don't know when these things even happen. You know what I mean? Like, cause cause no lie, Benjamin. <laughs> anyway, we just don't know exactly what what the time is, but we know how the Bible sequence it. Mm-hmm. So. But I just want to say Benjamin is still being coddled as a man. So anyway, Israel's sons, I like how the Bible just go between Jacob and Israel. I'm like, pick one. But mm-hmm. Israel's sons were among those who went to buy green. Well, the farmer was also in Canaan. And we see in verse uh, chapter 41 how the Bible said the farmer was in the world. So now Joseph was the governor of the land. And the person... The person sold green to all its people. So when Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him and their faces to the ground. Now, does anyone remember the dream that set off this whole series of events? Mm-mm-mm. The straw bowed down to his bundle mm-hmm. and the sun, moon, and stars mm-hmm. bowed oh, down to Joseph. Yep. So now we see Joseph's dream Coming to fruition, his mm. brothers unknowingly came to Egypt and bowed their face before what they think is the Egyptian governor, which I shouldn't even say what they think, which is the Egyptian governor, not knowing it is their brother. Hmm. But like to me, it's like I don't see how they could have known that though. You know what I mean? Like, bro, that's so random. Bro, bro, that is so random that your brother who you sold to the Ishmaelites, right? We don't know if they didn't go back to their Ishmaelite land or he could have been, he could have been around the Edomites. You know what I'm saying? All, all of these ites he could have, he had to pass through, you know? And he ended up in Egypt. Okay, that's one thing, right? But then to be the governor, and, and his name isn't Joseph anymore. His name is Zapneth Penea. So like, even if he vaguely resembles Joseph, it's like, there's no way in your world, in the world, that you would think like, this is my brother. You but know? what's so ironic, right? I mean, Grant, this happened 20 years before, right? but think about it. They sold him into slavery to stop this very moment from happening. Yes. They sold him into slavery to say, guess what? We are never going to have to bow down to you. Mm-hmm. A little they know in selling him in, in selling him into slavery, they were fulfilling the same dream that he had that they were trying to prevent. Mm-mm-mm. It shows sometimes like when what 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 mom may plan for bad, mm-hmm. God planned for good. Yep. Man. Okay. So now they had to bow down. And granted, because they had to bow down, because if the Egyptians themselves have to bow down to Joseph, you think you were foreign and you don't put the pity respect in my own line and I, you need me? Yeah, and we got all that leverage. 
You're gonna you're gonna do what you need to do to feed your family and yourself. So now we see we see Joseph coming in verse uh, seven. As soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them. I can imagine he's saying, "Bro, I ain't gonna never forget y'all." <sighs> Boy, see, but it's like it's like it's like that one ex who as soon as you start <laughs> as soon as you start to get over them, they coming back on your screen. And it just really ruffle your feathers up. Stuff that you thought you was already over. Over? <laughs> right. It's like they just tear the bandaid off. Like, you know, like you you trying to get over this. And I'm, I have a, based on my son's name, I had already forgotten about John. You know, mm. now you're all back. And now this is just a bed of emotions just boiling and brewing up within Joseph, a.k.a. Zafnaf Panea. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sure, I'm sure even sometimes you know, the, considering the circumstance he was in, you know, it's not unbelievable that he thought of revenge one day, which, but then at the same time, what is the probability of that? So he probably didn't even dwell on, you know, if I ever see them again, X, Y, Z, you know, as far as he concerned, they could have passed away. They could have moved somewhere else far away. Like you never know what is going to happen with your, with your brothers. Like, but one thing you do know is that you in Egypt and they are not. So, I can't, I can't dwell on them. I have my own reality. And so now we see, as soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he pretended to be a stranger and he spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? He asked from the land of Canaan. They replied to buy food. And we see in verse eight, although Joseph recognized his brothers, he did not recognize, they did not recognize him. Hmm. Then he remembered his dreams about them and said to them, you are spies. You have come to see where our land is unprotected. So now, Another thing too, what gets kind of pointed out later on, and I think it's like two chapters from now, but what Joseph was doing to even fool his brothers even more, he wasn't really talking to them directly. Joseph was using an interpreter this whole time. Mm-hmm. So even though he can understand what they are saying, he was still using an interpreter to keep up appearances. Because mm-hmm. to them, he speaks Egyptian, Egyptian alone. Like Joseph, think about it. The brother you sold into slavery at 17 is now a mature Egyptian Governor, mm-hmm. they ain't recognize him, and his but name is Joseph. Go for but it. That's my thing. But that's my thing. Even if I did recognize, even if I know how you look, Earl, I know how you look, bro. Let's say, let's say, let's say, um, we're in Florida, right? And I sell you into slavery, right? <laughs> and then, I sorry, like the story is going. Sorry, sorry. Okay, let's reverse the rules. Right? <laughs> you sell me into slavery, and now you in. You in, let's say, South America or something, right? Or even Canada. You in Canada. You ain't in Florida, bro. You in a long, you in a far away place from, from where you saw me. You done got, let's say, let's say, let's say you saw me in Florida, right? You done moved to uh, Brazil. You know what I'm saying? Now nah, you, now nah, you somewhere in, you don't you do all type of stuff. Now nah, you in Ecuador, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you meet this person who you remember me. I have dreads and all this and that. Now I probably swollen brolic, right? And, I speak fluent Spanish, mm-hmm. like fluent Spanish to the point where I can't even understand you. Even if you have a suspicion that that's me, granted 13 years later, and it wasn't no pictures, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no Instagram, none of this. So it's easy to forget how someone looks, in my opinion, you know, like someone you can still remember the familiarity about them, but you know, you can, you, you can change your appearance. You, like you can look very different in 13 years is what I'm trying to say. And now to top it all off, you're, you're, my name is not Nikaz, 
right? And I do not speak English when y'all talk to me. I, I have to rely solely on an interpreter. There's like, just, just based on reasoning, there's no way that I can still be me. You know, that that person who you're seeing resembles someone. And, and it could even be a situation where I can't even put my finger on who this person looked like, you know, but it's something familiar about him. And the Bible say they didn't recognize him. That's number one. But even if they did, it's reasonable that they didn't, they, that they not put two and two together, that this was actually th their brother. Man. And so now we see Joseph accuse him of being spies. And they say, no, my Lord, your servants have only come here to buy food. We are all the sons of one mind. Your servant, your servants are honest men and not spies. Jesus was like, no. <laughs> You've come here to see if the land is unprotected. And I can just imagine them just being like, Lord, why us? Boy, out of all the people, imagine now, bro. This is the entire world, right? And Joseph is overseeing everybody that comes. So it's people from all over Africa. You know, it's people from all over the whatever the lands middle east and all middle mesopotamia east and, and all them yeah right all over from all over bro and you got to deal with these long lines and it, it has to be long lines because this all manpower you know you know tractor could say all right let me just get all of this green <laughs> you know give it to you you know what i'm saying they probably have these stuff already bag up and package up but mm -hmm. it's made to order and ain't nobody coming there just for a day's worth of food you know, we got to travel days, couple, maybe even a week just to get back home. So uh, we could get for enough for all of us to last us at least a couple months, you know, so it's a lot you have to go through, you know, and they probably thinking, man, it's way more sketchy people. <laughs> you know In what I mean? Line, yeah. yes. But don't think me, why? And then at the same time, it's the guilt, the unresolved guilt, just hidden, just kicking instantly with them. Mm -hmm. Let me see, picking up in verse 13, they replied, your servants are 12 brothers, the sons of one man. I can imagine Joseph is picking up now 12 brothers hmm. who lives in Canaan. The youngest brother is now with our father and one is no more. You don't think they're little too honest? Granted, I'm happy they was honest because this was Joseph. They Joseph scared. But they they were scared. They were scared like, and desperate. You divulge so much information you don't need to divulge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They know it could have bite them in their back. You know? <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm just trying to be as transparent with you as possible. Because I truly have nothing to hide. I'm not a spy. I'm just trying to be as transparent as possible. And, you know, that was their best way of proving their innocence. <laughs> and Joseph just take it and manipulate it. I, and the funny thing about it, too, you said they say one is no more. I know Joseph had, he's like, oh, so y'all really think I did? Mm-hmm. Cause it's so funny that they're they're telling this to their brother and they don't yeah. know it's their brother. And, and he's I like, I heard. Well, I mean, to him, he's like, well, I guess, I guess, I know what father thinks of me now. Y'all, y'all, y'all never tell him the truth. Yeah, that's and crazy. He, and he's like, okay, but I think at least, at least, and then I think Joseph also got the satisfaction to know that Benjamin's still alive. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, cause he know it was me and Benjamin who was the favorites. I know what y'all do to me. I ain't mm -hmm. been home in twenty years. So, so what y'all do to Benjamin? Is Benjamin okay? That's my little yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truthfully, truthfully, he could have he could have really been very concerned about and worried about Benjamin this whole time. Because he was innocent. He was mm -hmm. an innocent boy that they did this to. And Benjamin, the, he's gonna experience the same fate. <laughs> Not the same level of animosity. Because I and like just like I like how you said that the old wounds might have opened up. So he was like, oh shoot, Benjamin. 
Y'all lose mm-hmm. to me, but y'all do to Benjamin. He was mm-hmm. younger than me, probably even more innocent than me. Mm-hmm. If y'all do that to me, and I did nothing wrong to y'all, what y'all do to my little brother? Mm-hmm. Is he okay? Is he alive? Like, Grant, I probably been thinking of him in a little while, but shoot. Or you might have mm-hmm. been thinking about him daily too. Like, dang, I wonder, I wonder what's Benjamin's fate. <laughs> like we say, yeah, 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 that kind of worry him. But I just was laughing because <laughs> imagine, right? If, let's say, because we know why Benjamin didn't come, but let's say a Benjamin did come and Simeon stayed home, right? Mm-hmm. You think he would have said, bring Simeon? No, but. I think he would have cared, like, you feel me? But anyway, like, I jump in the gun. I jump in the gun a little bit. <laughs> I don't think he would have cared. <laughs> Joseph said to them, no, no, no. Just, it's just like I tell you, you are spies. And this is how you will be tested. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Mm. They say, send one, of, send one of your brothers to get your brother and the rest of you will be in prison. So that your words may be tested to see if you are telling the truth. If not, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. And he put mm. them all in custody for three days. Mm. So now I like how, one, the three-day thing just came back around. I have no significance between that just now. But then at the same time, you see Joseph saying, okay, guess what? I'm going to test y'all. I done been through rags to riches. Y'all clearly still don't know who I am. I'm going to test y'all to see if you guys have changed. I think it was more of a change of heart issue for Joseph now. Because I know how I left you guys 20 years ago. You guys seem to be a little bit different, but I got to make sure y'all ain't the same. But that's the thing, bro. The last memory you have on these guys, that these were savages. Mm-hmm. That's the, oh. last, that's the last memory you had. So, bro, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, somebody is a criminal dog. These criminals are on the loose. Even though Joseph ain't really had no real reason for, for locking them up at the same time, he, he could be thinking, y'all could, y'all could have been even deeper menaces, bro. And I got to make sure I ain't enabling y'all by giving y'all food and, 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 and everything being solid, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not into that. I want y'all. If, if y'all terrorizing my little brother, this innocent boy, or if y'all <laughs> taint him in some way, I can't support that, bro. So guess what? I go hold y'all, right? And I can make sure all I can make sure everything cool. I can make sure everything going solid with y'all before I even oblige, you know? And so something coming up that I actually want to point out too. So now on the third day, so we know Joseph put them in custody in prison for three days. So on the third day, Joseph said to them, do this and you will live for I, fair God. And to me, I wonder if that even like touched them funny right there. Cause he didn't even, like he said, I fear God. And I think that should have like rung a little bell in them. But I think they were so, they had Joseph so far blocked out of their mind. There was, none of these things was registering to them. You, you want to say something? But consider this, bro. These are Hebrews, mm-hmm. which means they believe in the most high God. Which means they basically for the most part, the only people in the world that believe in the most high God. And we know that about you all. You guys don't worship pig. You're not pagans, right? And if you are an Egyptian, fear this God, you will, you will, you will conduct yourself in the same way. So that might not even be as, as a giveaway as you would think too. You know what I mean? I, you remember, you remember Abraham to run into a guy who, who did fear God too? I can't, I, oh, these people mind, these people. Patrizzle deck. 
but <laughs> right, but Chisadak, he he said God, right? Appreciate it. So it's like it's people who from around the way. Who know? I ain't I'm a master of God. Pharaoh, this Pharaoh with Joseph, he realized how how wise God is and how much God, um, um, bestowed upon Joseph, and he like I can give you everything. Because he know, but we trust your God, bro. We might not follow him, but we trust him. We know this man, me in business. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's the same thing with Joseph. What they, that's the way they could have accepted it to say, all right, it's like this, right? Mm -hmm. I think in America, right? If you are, if you are a part of the military and you break the law in another country and you get arrested by that other country, right? I think if you hold that, if you hold, you have to contact like the U.S. Embassy and let them know you have like somebody who's a part of the military. Someone told me this. Uh, Y'all can fact check me. I, I don't really know it all the way. But if you <laughs> hold that person hostage and they are a member of the military, that's like an arc of that's like a red flag or maybe an act of war or maybe you're going to upset um, the United States for doing that. Or I'm sure other countries have it the same way. So basically, Joseph telling you all, bro, I know you're God's children. That's a fact. You guys are God's children. And I fear God. So I ain't gonna go crazy on you. You know? So I can get, I, here's the thing. That's what we could do. You know? And so maybe it might not have even been that, that blatantly obvious when, when they say that. Oh, because I mean, to me, I think Joseph was trying to get them to trust him a little bit more too. Because it wasn't much so uh, he wanted them to fear him. He's saying, trust me. So he's saying, I, I, I have a proposition for you guys. I, I fear God. So I have a proposition for you guys. If you guys are truly honest, let one of your brothers stay here in prison while the rest of you go back and take green for your starving households. But you must bring your younger brother here to me for your words may be verified that, that you may not die. Thus they proceeded to do. So now like, let's think about it now. Joseph said, okay. I think in the back of Joseph's mind too, he said, okay, daddy's still alive too. That's good. He ain't dead yet. Mm -hmm. I can't let the whole, I can't let all my lineage just, like die because of y'all or my heritage, I guess in this case, die because of y'all doing foolishness. So I'm going to keep one of y'all back. Y'all got to decide amongst yourselves who's staying back. <laughs> so I'm going to let the rest of y'all go, but one of y'all got to come back because that makes, that means I'm making sure y'all got to come back for this brother. Ain't saying, okay, we could go buy some green secondhand from like the Assyrians or something like that. If they bought in bulk, this is me just, you know, saying a different line from the time. They say, no, you got to come back here for your brother if you care about him. And like, I don't even, I don't even think they, um, this, they voted on which brother would stay. I think Joseph picked the hmm. brother. And we can get to that a little later, but my brother, I don't want you to forget your point. Yes. Yeah, so and he's saying, guess if y'all really want, if y'all, if y'all really, if y'all really was telling the truth about everything just now. It could be revealed itself in time. I give y'all a couple of months worth of green, but y'all have to come back here. So not we see him picking up from verse 21. They said to one of them, surely we are being punished because of our brother. Mm -hmm. So funny that they, you know, recollecting all of this. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life, but we did not listen. This is why this distress has come upon us. Mm. I look at Kazi boy, Ruben. Ruben replied, didn't I tell y'all do not commit this sin? Exactly. But you wouldn't listen. Now we must give an account for his blood. That's why I'm trying to tell you, don't, don't be bringing Ruben in this, in this, in this business. Ruben, he had nothing to do with this. And Ruben verbalized that. 
He should have been more firm. That's true. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I'd say it's, it was not his idea. It was not a part of his plan. His plan, he was too, he was being too passive. So mm-hmm. he indirectly enabled them to do that. But when, he, I don't it, think he, I didn't, I don't think he thought it would play. I don't, I thought, I think he, I think he, um, he didn't, he didn't consider the magnitude of, of the situation <laughs> that he was in. You know what I mean? I think, I think he downplayed the anger of his brothers. At the time. And see, like this, and, and this is when we find out Joseph was really using the interpreter the whole time, because in verse 23, they was talking in Hebrew now for the crowd. He's talking in Hebrew. And we see they did not realize Joseph could understand them since he's using an interpreter. So now think about it. Joseph, Joseph just, he just uses interpreter to talk to them in Hebrew to tell them his proposition. So now the Hebrew, I guess Hebrew interpreter, might have been another Hebrew slave, just relayed Joseph's message to them. Now, them, they are talking amongst the 10 of them in Hebrew. Joseph is right there. They think they can't, they, they're, they're thinking that Joseph can't understand them. He can understand their whole conversation, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny on Joseph's <laughs> part. <laughs> kind of messed up. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> but then we see like how emotional this was for Joseph. Because in verse 24, we see he had to turn away from them and he began to weep, cry, weep. And then he came back again and spoke to them. And then he had Simeon hmm. taken from them and bound before their eyes. Mm-hmm. So we see it was emotional for Joseph. I'm trying to tell you, this was, this was a little bit of payback, bro. Because he ain't, they ain't, they ain't have to say, all right, who could stay? He chose Simeon. You know why? Because Simeon is the big, he's the, he's the big, he's the most bigoty out of all of them. He's the one who's provoking everything. He's Simeon, you know, between, uh, if, if, if it was my bet, it's between Simeon and Levi who led the charge and wanted to kill him because these guys, they kill people. They mm-hmm. have killed people. We know that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> so now we know who the ringleader truly was, bro, because he picked Simeon because Simeon is the big instigator for real, you know? <laughs> I like he made a spectacle of it. Like the Bible said, he, he, he chose Simeon. He bound Simeon before their eyes. Mm-hmm. So now they was like, well, I guess the choice is made for us. We're peace, Simeon. Hey. He looks like he's a little bit soft. So you don't got to worry about him too much. He'll keep you alive. He, yeah. seems like a, he seems like an honest man. Yeah, he fares God. <laughs> oh, boy. But then we see Joseph gave the orders to fill their bag with green. And to put each man's silver back in his sack to give the, and, and to give them provisions for their journey. After this was done, they loaded their green on their donkeys and left. Bro, I just want to know, like, and this, this, bro, this is really a tangent. But at what point in time they start using money? Oh, wait. Abraham did pay with shekels. I was but, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we paid our money, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm tripping because I think it about Jacob, right? Mm-hmm. And Jacob, he's paid in livestock, and you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, yeah, that was that was a <laughs> that was a glitch. Yeah, that was a glitch. <laughs> all right, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so now we see Joseph. Why do you think Joseph gave them back their silver? Oh, I don't know. I think. It's like, that's your family, number one. So it's like, at the end of the day, I want to make sure all of my family, my sisters, my, my, um, 
my maybe my niece and nephews the late the women in the area everybody who i know did was not responsible for this i want to make sure that that they fulfill and then guess what this farm bro like your money don't really mean nothing for, to me for real i have a personal vendetta with y'all on a different level but that don't means i can let everybody else suffer for y'all i'm not that guy mm-hmm. i angle i angle i ain't do y'all like how y'all do me y'all was upset with my father the way my father enabled me but y'all take that out on me and i'm not gonna take out my frustration on everybody else you feel me so and then guess what at the same time i do feel like joseph was still was still trying to play mind games on them like to psych them out a little bit still you know what i mean i i ain't gonna keep you all see because i feel like joseph might have thought they probably don't care if simeon rotten jail and, and based on the text we don't see where these guys was even was even like panicking to get simeon out of jail mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it wasn't no haste they was chilling you know what i mean so i guess he wanted them to actually still feel like they like keep this on on, on on top of their mind like y'all ain't scot free y'all might come back to a different problem you know it's either or it could either be you trying to say your money ain't really no good here because you're all my family or two i still want to keep you all on your toes i mean to me in the entirety of that little uh text right there is, is several things i just want to point out because as subliminal as it may seem you can still see joseph still in a deep can love for his brothers because think about it right so far right he gave those to fill their bags of green. He put all their silver box. I think the green was a little expensive back in the day. So you say, guess what? This Egypt, we, we, we literally making more than enough money. And who could know? Mm-hmm. Not, Joseph still operated with, 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 with integrity. So I'm saying Joseph is stealing no money. I don't want to put it in no one here. But like Joseph was but like- then at the same time, it's your money, bro. You get to choose who, who, who you give for free or not. Because you Pharaoh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right under Pharaoh. So just yeah. say, guess what? Y'all money, y'all keep it. I guess they'll give y'all an un- unexpected blessing. And think about it. The money, yeah, because the next thing, and he gave them provisions for their journey. That just shows how much above and beyond he even went. Because now, think about it. You come to buy green from me, right? It is not my responsibility how you get back home. Nope. It is not. Think about it. Everybody else who came to Egypt from a foreign land, they came there and they got their green and they left. Mm-hmm. That ain't my response. You came here for what you needed. It's not my responsibility that you got back home. But we see Joseph still even said, guess what? I'm going to care for them. I'm going to still make sure I'm going to do them better than they did me. And, 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 and the reason why I want to point this out, they, had, they, didn't know, they didn't know this was Joseph yet. Mm-hmm. And so they had yet to repent for what they did to him. They had yet mm-hmm. to say they were sorry. They had yet to show any type of contrition. But in this all, Joseph still was saying, he still was showing a level of care and respect and love for his brothers above what he had to do. Truthfully. Because he could have still been a, a, a very unkind a soul. He yeah, he could have been a jerk. Because truthfully, he could have said, everybody, he could have just sent home Reuben. Reuben, take all them stuff and get back to your family. And Reuben would have had to do that because other than that, everybody else would die. You know? And well, he could have <laughs> said, bro, all y'all, because you're always complicit in, in, in the crimes against me. All y'all getting it. Ain't any y'all stick, ain't any y'all take up for me. So yeah, y'all can get, y'all can get, like, right, y'all can get what y'all need, what y'all deserve. Because I have it in my power to do whatever. I can torture you, bro. I can sell y'all as slaves. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so now we see they loaded up their green and their donkeys and they left. At a place where they stopped for the night, one of them opened his sack 
to feed his donkey and saw the silver in the mouth of the sack. My silver is being returned. He said to his brothers, here it is in my sack. I like how the Bible say all their hearts sank. Yep. Yep. And they turned to each other trembling and said, what is this that mm-hmm. God has done to us? See, because now they look like they, they, they thieves. They look like they steal up the stuff now. Because there's no record of their payment. You understand what I'm saying? So we already accused y'all of being spies. And now y'all, y'all get a grace period. Y'all get mercy. Y'all go home and get your brother back and then y'all be exonerated. But now y'all steal from me. I don't care if y'all spies or not. Y'all thieves. You know? How I can, how I can prove y'all being spies? So, so now they heart really sunk. But to me, it was funny that the Bible say, and one of them, the Bible ain't say, <laughs> um, Don or Asha open their sock. It just is like one of them. You know what I mean? I was like, memes, memes are relevant at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to me too, it also points out how much their conscience was still in bondage to what they did. Mm-hmm. Because now, one, we have no recollection of them really realizing the blessings that Joseph has, has given them. But they were under so much bondage. They was like, what, what, what was a blessing they saw as a curse? Because the only thing they can relate it to is something bad. They say, oh God, like you said, this man just accused us of being a spy. So now we have this money back. And we know we paid the money, but the money ended up back in our socks. They're like, this is a curse. Because hmm. now we have to go back there and he might accuse us of being thieves. And when we know we paid him, instead of saying, well, I guess God had it so since we still, you know, God's chosen people that he's still looking out for us. That we didn't have to pay for the screen. He still made a way for us to eat and not have to pay for it because God is still looking out for us. They didn't, they, they, they were so engrossed in their sins. They could, they couldn't see the blessing. All they saw was the curses, mm-hmm. which is something that's just so powerful. And oh my, and to me, it's like, until we really reconcile with Jesus, we really don't know or really understand, appreciate all the gifts from God. Mm-hmm. We are just so under that heavy bondage. Yeah. You got that guilty conscience. So you can't even, you can't even, you can't even experience some certain things because you're just thinking funny every time something happens. You're skeptical. Exactly. Because I, I, I like how they say it too. Because they, they, they didn't say like, what has happened. They say, what is this that God has done to us? And it wasn't mm. a pleasant good. It was mm. like, oh, this is a blessing from God. It was like, God, you're cursing us now. You're really cursing us. <laughs> like they, they, like instead of attributing it as a blessing to God, they attributed it as a curse from God. When it really and truly was a blessing because Joseph blessed them. <laughs> And so now we see in verse 29, pick up from verse 29. When they came home to their father, Jacob, Israel, in the land of Canaan, they told him what had happened to him. They said, the man who was Lord over the land spoke harshly to us hmm. and treated us as though we were spying on the land. But we said to him, we are honest men and not spies. We were 12 brothers, sons of one father. One is no more. And now the youngest is it with our father in Canaan? <laughs> hmm. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Like they saying like, I can imagine them too. Cause you know, they, they have been bearers of bad news to Jacob <laughs> and they have caused this man a lot of heartache and pain. I can imagine they have put some uh, salt in his hair as essentially he has no longer any pepper left full head of gray. Mm-hmm. And they've added to this and he's had a hard life. So they saying, they trying to say daddy, we did everything right. This is not our fault. The minute we showed up, he accused us of being spies. We told him we weren't spies. He still put us in jail. 
and we'd leave, you know, we'd, we'd leave Samin behind. <laughs> and like, and they say, we tell them everything. We tell them we got 12 brothers. Well, we were 12 brothers. You know, one here with you, one died. So there's only us 10. That's why it's only 10 of us who came here. We just come here for food for our lot. And then the man said to us, this is how I will know whether you are honest man. Leave one of your brothers here with me and take food for your starving households and go. But bring back your youngest brother, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Benjamin, to me. So I will know that you are not spies, but honest man. Then I will give your brother back to you and you can trade in the land or move freely about. <laughs> oh, my. I, I can just imagine Jacob just processing all of this. But you know what? He processing all of this, right? Mm-hmm. He ain't thinking about seeing mention Simeon once. You understand what I said? What is <laughs> he mentioned? In his defense, he actually didn't mention Simeon. We ain't get to that yet. This is, right. still, this, is, this is still the brothers talking. So now we see, uh, just to say where you mentioned Simeon in, in uh, verse 35. As they were emptying their sacks, there in each man's sack was a pouch of silver. When, when they and their father, so guys, so granted, only one, only one of them saw the thing and, then, and they had sank because they're like, oh crap. This one All right. pouch. All right. Let me, let me, let me rephrase, bro. Uh-huh. He didn't mention care for Simeon. Or trying to or or trying to save Simeon, but anyway, go on, go on. So now, so so now, so oh, I stuttered. But anyway, so now they like saw all the pouches of silver. When they saw this, and the father saw the money pouches, they was all scared. Now they say, first we thought it was only one pouch of silver we get back, but we get all our silver back. And Jacob said to them, "You have deprived me of my children. Mm-mm-mm. Joseph is no more, Mm-mm. and Simeon is no is more. No more." It's no more. What do you I mean, mean Simi? Hold on. What do you mean Simi? It's no more. Because Simi look at this. Simi right there in jail. <laughs> Simi right Simi in a lot. <laughs> what do you mean no more? We never say Simi and dead. That's what I say, bro. He ain't care. But, but to, bro, to, people didn't care about Simeon. To Jacob? He like, buddy, Simeon ain't here with me. Simeon, I left y'all with Simeon. Y'all came back without Simeon. <laughs> and now, yeah. I think he's saying, he's saying, now y'all want to take Benjamin? My little Benjamin, who really twenty something, but being a light on that. But I want to take Benjamin. He say everything is against me, bro. But check this out, right? You, Jacob says you have bereaved me of my children. What you mean? I have bereaved you of your children. And as far as I'm, as far as you are, as far as Jacob knows, he sent Joseph out. Joseph is no more. He sent all of them. He sent all of them out, and Simeon is no more. So why are you blaming the sons? Mm. The sons literally just did what they what you what you tell them to do. Now, not knowing that they were truly, they truly have bereaved you of your children, but you don't even know that. Mm-hmm. See, like, so J- I feel like Jacob just like he just putting the blame on everybody else. Oh, my son gone, my next son, he gone, and now you want me to take my real son and, and give him away? But one thing you said that is still so true, right? And like we, I know we just said it when we was laughing, but he said Simeon was gone, but they said. Simeon was in prison, so that was a lie to say Simeon was gone. To his, to the best of his knowledge, Joseph was dead, so he could say Joseph was no more. But Simeon was alive, and he knew that. And to me, that just shows how much, how much things we start to believe are lies. When it, like, I mean, how, how much things we start to believe as truth when they're really lies? Because Simeon wasn't gone. Simeon just was in Egypt in jail, and you, and you already know the plan that was laid out by the governor of Egypt how to get Simeon out. So that was not, a, that was not a truth. 
And some of the things we s- go for it. No, but he was trying to say Simeon is as, as good as gone because I'm not sending Benjamin on there. So and Simeon I, is going to die. I, I, I like I know that's what he was trying to say, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking like so much things like we say, like God has forsaken me. That's a lie, because God always here giving us hope. I am beyond hope. I have, I can never confess this and I am worthless. And like if we believe these things, that's when they start having power. But if we just acknowledge them as lies, then they have no power over us. Hmm. And then the next thing he's saying, like all things are against him. This was Jacob's Israel literally was still God's chosen and was still anointed by God. And he still said all things are against him. We have no evidence of this man being sick. So he was healthy and still said God was against him. Jacob was still pretty wealthy hmm. and said all things are against him. And in, in the midst of him saying all things are against him, isn't it ironic that God was still working out a plan to save him and his whole family and his whole household and his whole and his whole land when all things were against him? Like it just shows how I see you want to say something, but I'm gonna no, just, yeah, oh, go on, go on. Like it just shows how sometimes we are like so fixated on what's currently happening to us right in this like small bubble. We don't take a step back and see all the blessings that God has anointed us with. Because Jacob was still a very blessed man. He just was so fixated on just losing Jacob and the thought of having to lose Benjamin to save Simeon and to get more green. He just saying all things are against him. I started believing all these things that just weren't true. Go for it. <laughs> and Jacob didn't also consider the fact that him saying all things are against him was actually a construction of God's will an obstruction of God's will because the longer you take to um, hold Benjamin, the longer it will be until it is revealed that Joseph is your brother, which means the longer it will take for the Hebrews to actually move to Egypt. So you really prolonging everything. You you prolonging the reunion, you know? Um, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's really what I had. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Like, we know all things work together for, for the good for those who love the law, to those who are called according to his purpose, Romans 8.28. And so now, like, in the all things against him. Go one, thing it. I, one thing I had to say, I just remember now. So, to shoot Joseph Jacob some bail now, you already live a hard life, bro. You settle all your beefs, right? And now you basically, you could actually rest easy now, right? Your two wives... Stressing you out. <laughs> and it wasn't easy. That wasn't an easy day. The, the, the Bible don't go into that. But you got sister wives who had fueled with each other. And they, they mad at you. Based on how, the children that you could produce for whatever. You in, a, you in a messed up situation because of Laban. Where you have you have another wife. And, and this is your wife, bro. You still have an obligation to her. And now the wife that you truly desired this whole time passes away. So it's like, that's a big blow. That gives you some gray hairs. So now you, you transfer all of your love to, to her remains, which is her children. One in your mind is dead. <laughs> now you call this last thing tight. You hold this last thing so tight, bro. I am not letting you go, bro. This is the last hope I have left. And now in the midst of all of the wealth and everything that I have, we experience in a famine. So just like you, just like you, it's like you just lose a, you don't bench you a lot. You don't lose a lot of people. And now we in the pandemic, your money slowed down, your food slowed down, everything. You can't like, it's like while, while you're in this, this time of darkness, it just don't seem like nothing good is happening. 
<laughs> so I just trying to I just trying to paint a picture of Jacob's perspective because that was an actual that was in his reality. You know, he had a lot to be thankful for, but it's a lot of people who lose people. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a part of life. And then everything that you went through before that was because of your doings. You know what I'm saying? This was self-inflicted stuff, mm -hmm. you know, but I can understand him because like it's his it's, it's his it's his bad for for exhibiting favoritism to that degree to like to, to the point where you just like being a fanatic of your own children to the point where you putting enmity between the uh, your other children you know what i mean and like so joseph joseph played a jacob i'm sorry jacob played a big part in all of this now granted one thing don't have to equal the other just because jacob was 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 showing favoritism and was just being unfair to his other children that don't mean that they should have to sell him to slavery you know i'm not saying that you know what i'm saying but i'm just showing i'm just saying the domino effect and now my bigger point is my guy he's not taking into consideration that all of this stuff happened because of stuff that i did whether directly or indirectly you know you go you all what is what is this what is this bereavement y'all have brought on me I right, we ain't do nothing. You killing the messages right now. You feel me? <laughs> like we used to. I mean, granted, they did do that, but in his book, they didn't do nothing. Like he just throwing mm -hmm. everything out on 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 everybody else, and like I don't know. He just seemed like like an old man who hard head to the point where it's like he don't consider the fact that there's gonna be a time and he passes away and he will no longer have Benjamin by his side. But then guess what? What does what does Benjamin mean? Son of my side or son of my right hand? Mm-hmm. So like it's 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 poetic how you know we always talk about how names have meanings and how people live up to their name. And Jacob was making sure that Benjamin live up to his name, whether whether Joseph is there or not. Um Benjamin was gonna have this fate, but because Joseph is not there, Benjamin definitely never leaving my side. And so now we see in verse 37, right? Reuben. Oz's favorite son for some reason. <laughs> it's not my favorite son. <laughs> Ruben, Ruben had a proposition for Jacob. You may put both of my sons to death if you do not bring back, if, if, if I do not bring him back to you. <laughs> what? No, I'm just saying, what do people be saying, bro? Imagine not being your daddy, bro. Imagine Ruben was your daddy. But I, 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 like you remember Ruben's uh, grievous sin? Yeah. Who Ruben had ch children with? He did didn't he have a child with her. I don't think so. I just ask it. I, I know Ruben had, we had children with, but we know who he had intercourse with. You understand what I'm At saying? At least one person. But one anyway, person. Right? <laughs> and then, so, but like Ruben said, yeah, bro, you can put your grandchildren to death. I get Raj and Jacob like, why would I kill my own grandchildren, bro? Like, I don't like what's that going to serve? What's that going to serve, bro? That's just going to make things worse. Because now, essentially, for me to get to that point, I would have lost Benjamin as well, right? And that's the only thing I really care about, truthfully. Yeah. And now I got to kill two of my grandchildren. What are you talking about, bro? Like, How does this make sense? Like, the disregard for human life, bro, is my thing, you know? I understand, I understand what Ruben is saying. Like, he's saying, I'm going to protect Benjamin as if this was me protecting my own two sons. But bro, like, how is this? And then guess what? I might still be mad at you. you Ruben, you of all people maybe shouldn't talk to me. Like, <laughs> let you talk. Someone who ain't really pissed me off, you know? Like. <laughs> and then we see Jacob said, 
blatantly, my son will not go there with you. His brother is dead and he is the only one left. If mm. harm comes to him on that journey you are taking, you will bring my gray head down to the grave in sorrow. Mm. And then we could still see the hurt in losing Joseph, hurt Jacob so much. The whole line and farming, bro, like the food y'all get temporary. This is going to be seven years. So like we say, we imagine this being, yeah, one of the farming. So thing, this might be like month nine of year one, you know, when food really start running out and you realize you can't grow no more food, you still got six years of this left. Hmm. So how do you realistically think you're going to make it through this farming? All right. And then you can see where he, he feels so passionately about Benjamin. And he's not hiding this, bro. This is my son. If he dies, I will not have any more sons left. But you hmm. have 10 other sons. You have 10 other sons, bro. You know what I'm saying? 10 other sons, other grandkids. Like, bro, you telling this to your other son. That so if you die, <laughs> if he dies, bro, I would not have any sons left. What? And like, you could see that's just how passionately he felt about um, Benjamin. That's, that's, that's where he was at with it, bro. Y'all ain't my sons the way he is, my son. I tell you that straight up, bro. Y'all can feel however y'all want to feel. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, that's just... It's powerful. It's just... This whole family dynamic is so interesting to me. This whole family dynamic is interesting. Go. Okay, right. So, and here it is, bro. I'm just looking at Jacob now, bro. And it's something about, you know, consulting God. Sometimes we don't feel like we should consult God in everything, but we should consult God in everything because here it is. You can understand where he has reasonable doubt, bro. We can understand where he's coming from, but his affection, which is disproportionately given to one son uh, opposed to the other sons, um, is actually causing him to... Um, obstruct the will of God like I, like I mentioned earlier We already see how from the beginning but The way you love these sons And the way you love this wife Is putting It's causing her it's you, 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 being, you, being a, you damaging your family dynamic The way you love these sons And the way you love your wife You're damaging this family dynamic so during the 20 years where, J where Joseph was gone, it at no point in time occurred to you that the, the simple things I did and in my parenting has, has led to this type of situation, you know? And here we can see it at its, at its biggest point. We can see where it is, it is, it is growing, it is growing as, as much as possible to the point where he's saying, bro, this is just my son and y'all aren't my son and I'm not going to lose my son. And I, and I also feel like it comes a time where there are things in our life that we hold more dear than everything else in the in the world, you know, to the point where we're not even considering the, the plant. If if this how God wants us to to to, to to carry these things, Abraham had a, a valid reason for holding his son at such a regard, and God saw that this your son who you waited a hundred years for, but I want you to sacrifice him, and I feel like that was a testament. In itself of how we should be able to give everything up for God You know In this specific situation 
you guys are going to starve to death at one point in time. Uh, so eventually you're going to starve to death. And eventually your other son is about to die. Now, granted, you might, you definitely don't care about him nowhere near how you care about this son. But let's think about it now, bro. You, you're going to let your, your bias or your obsession with your child come through the well-being of others. And I just feel like it's just something to think about, bro. Like whether our children, whether it's our profession, any craft or anything that we have, it's good to love. You know what I'm saying? It's good to show love. But at what point in time is that getting in the way of God's plan for us? Things are really heating up in the Israelite household. It seems like Jacob was willing to have their entire family starve to death than to risk losing his beloved son, Benjamin. But how long can he hold out? We'll find out next week on the next episode of A Breath of Fresh Air. Tonight's episode included voice acting by Dominic McFall, as well as your hosts, Earl Roberts and Nikaz Gay. Remember to go ahead and research on your own in order to get a more firm understanding of tonight's episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can follow us on social media at a breath of fresh air pod on instagram and b-o-f-a-p-o-d on twitter thanks everyone and we'll see you next week